Good morning, everybody. It is the 20, 20, second, 22nd. Oh, shit. Two master numbers. 1122, y'all. No shit. No wonder I got like this epiphany just now. Like literally was just listening to Post Malone Rockstar. And this shit started flowing in my head about the evolution of the law of attraction. There's a little bird in the road and I, why didn't he move? Because <laughs> then I had to go around him. Oh my gosh. I guess I should um, Google Robins because it's the middle of winter and Robins usually are not out at this time of the year. Usually it's a cardinal, you know, like that are out and about during this time of year or something. But I don't really see a Robins around here too much. Um, I have been seeing geese out the ass. Like I told you, flying in the perfect V when something synchronistic is going on. And um, can you guys hear that rain? It's just a slow, steady. Today would be an awesome day to sleep in in Cincinnati. Because it's just this beautiful like perfect little lull you to sleep kind of um, rain this morning and like just tip tap tip tap you know like it reminds me of when my mamma had her old farmhouse and we used to go we'd sleep on the top floor you know in the loft and literally it was a huge farmhouse so you would go up this steep step instead of steep set of stairs and um, you would finally round the top and do a 90 degree, or no, 180 degree turn around the railing. And there was a big feather bed back there and the roof went to a peak. Maybe that's why I love peaked roofs. You know, those pointy roofs when you walk into like an attic, that explains that, you know, because <laughs> we slept up there and it was like this cool little room. The front part of it was used for storage and there might've been a small twin size bed there. Because even though it was a farmhouse, my mamaw had enough room for a lot of people to sleep there. Like, she had a lot of room for beds. And beds that, like, rollaway beds that pulled out and stuff. And, boy, you go up there and she had that tin roof. Tin roof! Rusted. That just reminds me of karaoke days when I said that. So, anyways, um, rock star, baby. Feel just like a rock star today. I'm feeling good. I, I've done a lot of the last 24 hours. Well, since yesterday at this time, I, I've had a lot go on. So I'll try to get into telling you about that. Um, but anyways, so the epiphany I had. Well, they, okay, let's get back to the rain. I'll finish my mammal story. Mammal, now I understand why I like the pointy roofs. Besides the fact that they're little pyramids that when you sleep under them, they're like, if it was a four-sided pyramid, it would be very healing. <laughs> but anyways, um, like the Egyptians, it's an energy healing space. They found out it was it actually never held any tombs. Do you guys enjoy that ride from, like, the robin on the road to Mamaw's house to yesterday and then already back over here talking about, you know, like the Egyptians. <laughs> like that is the epitome of ADHD right there. Like you just went on a loop-de-loop, -loop, baby. Uh, welcome to the ride that is my mind. But I tell you what, it all makes sense because it all kind of connects together. And that's why I want to write a book. I'm like, this would be the most perfect example of 
ADHD ever. Like if it wasn't a channeled text, because it could be a channeled text and actually appear in the form of a book, you know, because all knowledge lies in the ether, you know, like in the, and when you make connections to your higher self or to the divine, then, um, you know, you can channel texts from higher realms, but, and that might make sense as a book, but if you, if Missy writes the book, this 3d version of me, you will go on a loop de loop roller coaster ride. So, and it is full of everything. It's full of one second. You could literally be crying. The next second you could be laughing your ass off. Like I'll bring you to tears. And then two seconds later, I'll make fun of it. And you'll, cause I've moved past it, even though it's, I'm empathic and it still hurts my feelings. Anyways, I'm off on a rant. See, I just went off on a rant. So, but it's an awareness thing. I'm getting better at it and then I can reel myself back in. So, but I used to not make any fucking sense whatsoever, you know, in conversation. So I guess maybe I'm developing my speech skills. I don't know. But like learning how to exchange conversation for sure. That's why I want more guests on my show. So it isn't just me rambling forever. But maybe me rambling forever is a good thing. I don't know. Are you guys loving this? I mean, it's on a lot of platforms. And that doesn't mean anything, but hopefully someone's getting something from it somewhere. If nothing else, you're learning about how ADHD works and mixed in with a little bit of uh, metaphysics. So, but anyways, it's so not fair that I can't tell you my day moment by moment because I do have a lot of synchronicities and I do have, I, I have learned over the years that if I did not laugh at all my failures that I would have exited this planet a long time ago. So I learned to laugh at myself and I meet an OCD person that can't stand to make a mistake and it flips them out. They're like, how does she just turn that around and laugh at it? You know, I'm like, cause that's what I've done all my life. You know, like if I misspeak or if I tell you a story about my past, like it's funny, who cares? Share it, laugh at yourself. So guess what my epiphany was? Well, back, I'll come back to why I jumped on here real quick in the first place. It was a passionate moment that just moved through me and said, Now! I didn't think I was going to make a podcast. But now's the time to jump on here and talk about the evolution of the law of attraction. Okay? The evolution of the law of attraction. And I'm thinking... I've been back and forth. Bing, bing, bing. Listening to, for guidance. Because the universe... I said, hey. First of all... What was my intention the other day? Oh, yeah, to get my car paid off. Uh, like, as soon as possible. Like, all of it. Like, just brand new got it. Want it paid off immediately. So, what's going to lead me to that? So, then I hang up and we immediately get a phone call about a situation that could help us get a house. And I'm like, oh, is that something to do with it? <laughs> you know, like, or did I just expand enough to actually bring in the stuff about the house? I don't know. So anyways, I'm like, that didn't really help me much, but I have been getting epiphanies here and there and, um, like about uh, ideas dropping in about, should I start with the energy of hope? Because it could be helping me to raise my vibration by teaching other people. Like I think about the closest vibration to shitty ones. The next one up would be hope. Like, if you are sitting on the brink of losing your shit, 
emotionally, like worrying about something, the only emotion that could even come close to going in the positive direction would be hope. So if I start with a, a small book, like remember how I was talking about the quantum reality series? Well, quantum things have a lot like quantum jumps and you know shifting your vibration has a lot that has 90% to do with emotion and mental training and then 10% of it is shifting into it you know like that happens after the mental and the emotional shift see because it all happens on the inside and then it reflects on the outside you know um not immediately either it's just like and when you're ready for it when you're ready to take that next step, it will present itself to you because you you have then processed it enough to reach the vibration that you need to be in, okay? Now, this is the first time I've really started talking about metaphysics in a while because I've, I've been a hot mess, y'all. You've heard it firsthand. I've been a hot mess. So, um, you know, I just didn't have any sense of balance, you know, and I still am a little bit off balance with my emotions. Now, the dinginess, that's just the way I've programmed myself and society has programmed me to believe negatively about myself. So I think I can bring that back into balance as well. The, you know, like, oh, I'm a ding dong or, you know, space cadet or whatever. Yeah, maybe I am a space cadet. Um, but I think that that's a fun aspect of me that I can laugh at my mistakes and, and cause then if you don't have a negative emotional reaction, that's a great thing. Some people are really mean or judgmental of themselves when they make mistakes. And I do have those days when I'm exhausted and tired and, you know, just tapped out and, or even sometimes I'm like, God damn it, I did that like right in front of my boss or something totally random. And then I, I'm mad or judgmental of myself. But for the most part, I can laugh at the mistakes I make. Like big ones, like those are hard to get past because everybody makes like the ones I would consider big. Other people may not consider big at all, but other people would be like, oh my God, you're an idiot. You know, like it just depends on what your own definition of big mistake is. But the emotional um, reward that you give yourself is very important because if you can't laugh at yourself, then um, I'm afraid that you're going to be in a really ugly, nasty place. You know, because everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes every day. We make bad choices sometimes. We make big bad choices sometimes. But you don't know. Maybe it's karmic. Maybe you had to make that mistake so you could learn a lesson. And that's the part of me, like the spiritual end of it. Like maybe I was the person who mistreated other people in the other life. Which I absolutely know that I was. You know, because of my past life regression that I did. And um, anyways, so after you start realizing and taking responsibility, like, even if my mind made up that scenario of a past life, it helped me to understand why I beat myself up so bad sometimes and other people beat me up so bad. Maybe I expect to be punished for something I did in another life. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I came back to balance that karma. Maybe I incarnated to balance that karma. Um, 
But anyways, besides all of that, um, now that I've kind of gotten my emotions under control and I feel a little bit more forgiving of myself and what's happened in my life and I understand in hindsight why a lot of things happen energetically because I can say, oh, I kept saying... I have to get rid of this payment. I have to get rid of this payment. I have to get rid of this payment. So then next thing you know, I crashed into a fucking telephone pole, you know, and I got rid of that payment. I kept telling my subconscious with a lot of emotion. I was worrying that I wouldn't be able to make the payment on my Scion XD. So I, I kept repeating out loud to Brian and to myself, like, I got to get rid of this payment. It's all I could think of. Because I thought when I lost my job at Kirby's that I wouldn't be able to come up with enough. I wasn't even close to where I am. That I was pessimistic. So pessimistic that I believed I could not come up with enough money to make a $150 car payment after I put $10,000 down on a car. Like, how is that impossible? You know, like, how are you so low that you can't believe you could come up with $150 a month? <clears throat> so much so that you run yourself into a telephone pole, you know, like subconsciously, like you, I programmed myself to do that. I attracted that situation and the accident before that I feel like is because I kept saying, I want a new car. I want a better car. I want a better car. I've already had a nicer car. This is bullshit. I should have a nicer car than this. I can't stand driving this piece of shit. I've got to have a nicer car. I've got to have a nicer car. So then I put it out of the astral into the fucking physical by saying it and bitching about it finally because I'm like when you find the power of your spoken word your voice then um I also slapped it on a vision board that I wanted the car that I'm driving right now and this was in May of 2017 and so I declared to the universe in fact on paper like, whether you script it or put it on a vision board, it's better to put it on a vision board because then you can see that car every day. You program your mind with that vision of the car that you want every day. And I had to go through another car, but it was better than the car before that. So, what was weird is that two weeks after I made that vision board, I wrecked my car. So, piled it up behind somebody. You know what I mean? So the universe put me on the path to this car. And here I am driving it. 2020, clear vision. Make your fucking vision boards, people. Go print out color pictures. Don't print, don't go skimpy and do black and white. Do you see your world in black and white? Hell no. So go print it out in full color. You know? And put it on a fucking vision board. And you can put it... I wouldn't put it under your bed. I would put it where I could see it every day, no matter how weird and awkward it is for other people. Say, you know what? I believe that I can, this is not all I came here to be. So that's how I started with using the law of attraction. Okay. Now the law of attraction is a good place to start because people, if they're, I mean, I'm going to tell you something right now. Rich people ain't interested either, like not rich, but mediocre people like um not so much the middle class people middle class people suffer enough that they'd probably use it but like the higher the next level like um middle whatever comes after middle class like upper middle class you know what i mean and then you've got 
semi-wealthy and then you've got wealthy and then you've got millionaires and then you've got billionaires. Let's just use that system. So anyways, um, I would say that the middle class would be open to using the law of attraction. And most certainly if someone was, was hopeful in the, you know, um, poverty level, that's only a word I can think of is below poverty or just above poverty, you know, poor to middle class then I would venture to say they would be open to using the law of attraction because they are in a place where I've tried everything. I can't get past what my programming is. So I'm willing to try something that seems a little bit woo woo or a little bit um, out of my comfort zone because nothing else has worked and I'm a broke bitch. So I'm going to try it, you know, <laughs> you know, like nothing else has fucking worked. And it isn't related to religion. It isn't related to science. Well, it is related to science. And it is related to spirituality. But people don't know that going in. Or they probably would be like, oh, no, I'm good. You know, um, because so many people have given up on religion because it didn't feel good to them. You know, so it didn't feel good to go to church and give, 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 give and not get anything in return. You know, like some people do get it and change churches have changed. So, and I've seen that and I've talked to people who go to churches that are more progressive thinking and they are programming more positivity. And with that, even if they don't know what it is, they are putting positivity into everyone's electromagnetic field. You do have a fucking signal that you put out whether you'd like it or whether you believe it or whether you give a shit or not. It still fucking exists. So, um... Anyways, you're, you're going to radiate more positive energy by hanging out with positive people. Even if it's only one day a week, you're getting more than some people if you go to church. So anyways, the, the law of attraction just allows you to believe in yourself. You don't even have to believe in yourself. You basically say, fuck it. I have nothing to lose. Let's see if this works. Nothing else has worked. I'll give it a whirl. And that's where I was when I started the law of attraction. Cause I was like, you know what? I don't know if this works, but I'm going to give it a whirl because look at my ass. Look what's happened to me in the last couple years, five years, you know, with mom and dad and all that. And I'm like, I believe in metaphysics anyways. It's drove me crazy all my life. Fuck it. I'm going to start blogging about it. And, you know, when I leaned into becoming who I really was on the inside, I started to have doors open for me. And I got the two articles published. I was on a radio show, The Waves of a New Rage, with Tara Robinson, who is now a Hay House author. And I know her personally. Not that she's my best friend. She's an acquaintance and a connection. But um, anyways, I know her. And I worked with 10 other girls and we did a speech in front of a hundred people and I stepped up on that stage scared to death and still did it and spoke the truth of where I was right then. I spoke about my addictions of the past and how I had self-sabotaged myself and almost killed myself. But, and everybody else was dressed beautifully in dresses and high heels and they were slim and beautiful. And I was the fat girl in a t-shirt and jeans that was just brave enough to stand on that stage as I was in that moment and say, this is who I am and rip the lid off of it. 
you know, and I'm proud of myself for that. And I faced my fear of speaking in front of an audience. And I stood up there and cried in front of an audience. And I got a lot of applause and people came to me afterwards and congratulated me for getting through that, you know, and I just never applauded myself for getting through that. You see what I'm saying? Like I, everybody else gave me credit. I just never gave me any credit. So today I'm giving myself credit for all that I've been through. I've been very strong and I survived a lot of shit. So, um, my mom and dad dying and all that stuff, it, it would have absolutely put someone else in the hospital probably, or, or they might've just said, fuck it. I give up. But anyways, I am proud of myself. I am strong. I am the strongest I've ever been in my life and getting better and better every day. But see, I just still didn't believe that I was worthy of anything. So I was like, I'm willing to try this. I'm a little bit woo-woo already. And my mamma being a faith healer and my mom being what I defined as a shaman, you know, able to see and hear multidimensionally. And um, me being intuitively gifted and having experienced what I've experienced, even if I had told no one, I knew it was inside of me. And just not accepting it yet and gave it a whirl and the shit worked. I kept attracting, I have, I have attracted everything on my short-term vision board. It is check the fuck off. The only thing that I have not manifested on my short-term video or um, vision board is financial freedom. And you know why? Because it's an exit sign. I literally put an exit sign on it, like the arrow pointing to the right. And my long-term vision board, what I didn't realize was sitting was sitting on the right-hand side of my short-term vision board. It was like saying, next, exit this one, going to that one next. Isn't that crazy? So you subconsciously are pointing yourself in the right direction, like the men in black scene when the arrow points and then the pizza points and all that. That was That's the universe speaking to you, you know? Look for those arrows and those things that are, it's pointing you in the right direction kind of thing. It's, I call it a breadcrumb trail. But anyways, that was another book I considered. But anyways, people don't know how the universe communicates with them. That's really important. What did I just do to my, okay, I got to turn this way. It says, I'm going a different direct. Okay. I know where I'm at. I'm like, why am I lost? I've went this way before, but it's, it's dark. We did daylight savings time and now everything is, um, everything's weird here in Ohio. It's dark when I get up and stuff. So I don't, sometimes I get disoriented and forget where I'm at in the moment. I'm like, holy shit, where am I? <laughs> Brain scramble. <laughs> it's like, uh, shaking up the magic eight ball. Where am I? What's going on? <laughs> but anyways, so the law of attraction worked for me. I took a chance on it, said, what the fuck? I don't care. So then from there, I started, you know, as I was waiting on those things on a short-term vision board to start showing up, like the road trip, which ended up being Toronto with my arm hanging out the window. I put a photo of my arm hanging out, not mine, but someone's arm representing a road trip. And that was Toronto to the writer's workshop. I didn't know that I was going to fucking Toronto. 
I didn't know where I was going. I just knew I was going on a fucking road trip. It's what I wanted. I wanted, I thought it was like a vacation, you know? But anyways, then, uh, the readings have shown up, the law of attraction, coaching, the honor, honoring myself and my own authentic self showed up. And, um, so anyways, now I'm, I'm onto my long-term vision board, which was the Kia soul. So I guess I'm needing to make the next, um, the board after this so I can begin reeling in that one. So this one will gain more momentum. That's what I've been having this itch to go back to the library because like I told you, Mike, we only have a black and white laser printer and it prints, it takes a toner cartridge and it's 1500 pages per cartridge, which is very cost effective. You know what I mean? Instead of having a, I had a color printer all in one, the, the fanciest one out there that I dropped about $400 on and didn't really need it. And then now that I want it, it's gone. I gave it away. So anyways, um, it was costing a fortune in ink <laughs> and I couldn't afford it at the time. So anyways, I go to the library, I'm printing out my, my next one, you know, is what I'm going to plan on doing. Like maybe, I don't know when that's going to happen because psychic fairs this weekend. So maybe like Wednesday of next week, I'll get to the library. And, um, so anyways, I was researching as this one was coming into fruition, um, more about spirituality. It just felt like, you know, I wanted to keep exploring it. It was still interesting me. So then I, you know, I've been, I consumed enough Abraham Hicks. I, I guess it could have probably been like a few weeks in a row if you put them all back to back. You know what I mean? Every day I listened to hours of Abraham Hicks when I worked at my other job. And um, hours, hours, hours. And I started learning about like synchronicities and flow. Flow is a state that not only exists when you're concentrating and working on something, flow is a state from when you get up in the morning, everything goes synchronistically and perfectly for you in divine order. And that you intend for that day to go very smoothly and easily. And if you have a designated position that you want at work, like say, you know, slamming next to someone who's metaphysical and then time passes really easily, you know, like, um, the places at peace, unlike yesterday. And, um, you know, then you just, yeah, see, I'm not making, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have space to talk about yesterday and I don't need to because that was, that's in the past, right? Today's a whole new day. I'm basically just cutting the cord to yesterday because today was the opposite of peace or yesterday was the opposite of peaceful. So today we're going to have peaceful ease and flow and I'm slamming today. So <laughs> that's what I'm going to put to the universe. And I know it's going to fucking work because when I make a decision, the universe bends for me, right? You know, like that's what we're getting to. We're getting to that point where everything's more malleable. It goes beyond the law of attraction and the result is bending reality, you know, like but reality can be molded. It can be based on your intention, whether you believe it or not. It seems solid, but I'm not talking about breaking something down and making it unsolid. I'm talking about the way life flows. That's what you're calling into being. We're not calling into being that 
the truck in front of me is just going to fall off of its wheels because it's not solid anymore. We're talking about um, my path being clear when I get in the car. Instead of like, oh, I'm running 10 minutes late. Instead of saying, oh my God, I'm going to run late. I'm going to run late. I'm going to run late. I'm going to be like, I'm right on time. And I even told Brian, I said, I'm going to have to use 10 minutes PTO today because I have to go a different direction and I think I'm going to end up late. Well, it's only 10 after 7 and I'm like three miles from work. I'm, I'm actually very early. So it's like, we're not, the other thing, this is a weird phenomenon. When you get past the point of a certain vibration or if you shift your beliefs in this way, time works differently for you. You know, you can not only say, I'm, my path is clear, and then you, you're on time for work instead of running late. And I, instead of getting in a car all panicked and saying, I'm going to run late, I'm going to run late, I'm gonna, there's going to be traffic, I just know it. You're programming your day. Like, we are, this is a matrix, okay? Like, unfortunately, a lot of people might not like that word, but this is a matrix, and you program your reality. You download your day every morning based on your emotions and your beliefs, okay? So when I get in the car, and if I'm running a few minutes late, usually I would say, oh shit, I'm gonna run late. I'm gonna get behind a school bus. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Fuck yeah, I was right, I knew it. I knew it, I would get behind the school bus. It's because you programmed it, you believed it, and then it manifested. So then I started changing that, I'm like, Despite what I used to believe, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to clock in at 7.30 exactly on the nose. I'm going to be there right on time, perfectly. You know, now it wasn't that easy in the beginning. In the beginning, I was like, I'm going to get there on time. I, I think I'm going to clock in at 7.30. 7.30 universe, my path would be all clear. And it would have like a question mark at the end of it. And then it got so where I was like, that kind of worked. I'm going to go with that. Um, my and then I started making up this little intention like, all clear. You know, I assigned it to the physical. Instead of just thinking it, I was like saying it out loud in the car. I'm like, before I would even pull out the driveway, I'd be like, I'd raise my energy. Two claps, all clear. All clear with the intention of, you know, free. Because I was starting off still speeding. You know, I was like... My path is all clear because you don't want to think about getting pulled over. You want to think about your path being clear and free of those entities, you know. And you know who I'm talking about and I'm not going to say the word um, because I don't need that in my life. I've got my path clear now and I don't want to start calling them back in. You're literally calling that entity back in when you speak that word. So you don't want to speak certain words that you don't want to give energy to. Like I don't say, I don't say the name of the president right now because I don't want to feed his entity, his energy. Every time his name comes across or his face comes across or you know what I'm saying? Or you say it, it's more powerful when you say it, you're giving him energy, you're amplifying his field. So I do the opposite of that. I, I really try not to look or say or speak unless I'm speaking in a very powerful way in the opposite of what he wants to happen. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'll get in those modes where I'm like, that ain't ever happening. Sorry, buddy. You know, and then I'll speak his name in the terms of 
what I expect to happen. You know what I mean? And, um, anyways, so I get in the car and I'm like, my path is always clear. And I would get in the car and I would be like, clap, clap and clap on, clap off. But it was like, clap on path clear, you know? And that would be my intention that my path would be clear of those entities, right? That we are in fear of on holiday weekends and driving home from the bar and such. So I would have a clear path to Coles. And then I got comfortable with, I will always be on time because, you know, I was programmed with, I'm always running late. I'm always running late from, you know, my past belief system. I believed I always had to be late and it was programmed in. So then I started to say, I'm going to be there on time and I'm going to clock in right at 730 and my path is always clear. So even if it's, you know, even if I leave 10 minutes late, somehow I end up getting here early. <laughs> so it's like, and then wait till you start having time slippages. You're really going to flip out with that because, um, thing, the energy is getting so high on the planet. If you can think it, you can just about manifest it instantly. Like once you get used to using it, because you're like, God, you know, I wish it was six o'clock. Next thing you know, like your first time you have a time slippage, you'll be like, what the fuck? I felt like that hour or that two hours after break went like 20 minutes. Like we were talking and having so much fun that, you know, this day was over with in no time. And instead of when time, time flies, when I'm having fun, like I said yesterday, time flies when I'm at work. You know, that's what I like to say, you know, because I'm doing something I don't enjoy and I want to flip that on its head because I kind of think that was made on purpose. So it would, we would be in absolute misery. You know what I mean? We'd be in a low vibration. So I flipped it on its head and said, time flies even when I'm at work, especially when I'm at work. So, and then you start laughing over it when you do it and you, that really gives it some good juice. So, um, that's interesting that you guys, um, uh, if you haven't had a time slippage yet or for God's sake, don't be in a high vibrational space with a lot of positive people and say that there's a rip in the time space continuum. If you say that at just the right time, I typed it once on my phone and I had 10 minutes left on break and I got back from break and they were five minutes in and they were, they were like, it's okay. Come on in. We're, we just got, you know, it's okay. You didn't miss much. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I just went to the bathroom and now it's 15 minutes later. Um, oops, maybe I shouldn't have typed that, <laughs> you know, like, cause that's when I was working at Luxottica. I swear to God, I can, t I can look back on my text with Stanley and tell you exactly the day it happened. Um, because I was in shock. I'm like, dude, I think I just went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> like, you know, so some of the things that you accidentally experience along your way, you're going to realize how malleable reality really is, how fluid it is according to what you want to bring into your reality, you know? And it's like, wow, once you become a manifester, it just gets more and more powerful. Okay. So then from there, you're going into, we went into co-creation with Abraham Hicks. And after that comes Dr. Wayne Dyer for me, because Dr. Wayne Dyer of Hay House 
taught me about the I am theory. The I am theory will really blow the top off of your head. Actually, before him was um, three magic words. It's a word, or it's a word. It's it's a, um, what do you call that? A movie. It's a movie. I'm sorry, I'm looking for a parking spot. So I'm like, space cadet, space cadet. You know, like trying to pay attention specifically to getting a parking spot. So here I am. I'm in my parking spot. Yahoo! Back at work again. <laughs> but I have a feeling this one, I, yesterday I got so upset. Let's just leave all the details out. But I made a declaration out loud to the universe in a very high energy place because this place is batshit crazy and there's a lot of bodies in there right now and a lot of energy inside of one building. And instead of using it for negative, you want to absolutely declare something positive because within these four walls, there's two very long, 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 long walls. And then there's two very short walls because it's a warehouse. And within those walls is a lot of energy to work with because there's, I mean, it's, we're going into peak season. There's tons of bodies and there's tons of energy bouncing around in that building. And I declare things in that space emotionally and it happens. Okay. So yesterday I utilized the energy of thousands of people to say, this is the last fucking regular job I will ever have. This is it. After this, I am golden. I am by myself. I am in business for myself. And nobody's going to fucking stop me. I had more passion. I said, I think the universe made yesterday so uncomfortable in contrast to what I want. That they're like, what stage fright? What do you mean? You, I'm going straight to YouTube. <laughs> like, you know, like how fast can I get on YouTube now? You know, like to get me the F out of warehouses and any other job my entire life. Because sometimes I have to be cornered by the universe. A lot of times I had to be cornered by the universe. I've really tried to create with less contrast. I've been trying to lean into it, but I must be on a schedule. You know what I mean? Like it must be time because and my back's against the wall kind of thing. Because... The universe is like, we're going to make you really uncomfortable now. So you want out bigger and better and faster than you ever did. And that's why I believe some things happen. You're like, what the hell happened today, universe? Like, what what lesson is there for me today that I needed to know about so badly that it had to go batshit fucking crazy? And yesterday was batshit fucking crazy. <laughs> you know, it's like... What did I do that was so wrong to deserve yesterday? It was just time to get the next serving of what I needed to get the fuck out of here, you know? Like, um, I love it. It's okay. It's a great place. It's not that. It's nothing personal. It, it's nothing personal against them. It is personal about me. Like, it's time for me to be who I came here to be. And I'm sick of um, being scared, basically. I'm sick of not speaking my mind because there's... The people around me might think I'm nuts for believing what I'm believing, but there are millions of people out there who believe in the things that I believe, and that audience is who I want to attract, and I can't attract them. I've I've gotten to the point where it's like, uh, podcasting isn't enough. You know, I need to go to the next level, you know, and now I feel 
motivated to go to the next level. You don't want to go to the next level half-assed. You want to go to the next level when you're ready to fucking blow the doors off of it, you know? Like, you're so passionate about it, and you want it so bad, and you believe in yourself so much that you're like, boom, bitch, here I am. I'm just here. Take it. I'm fucking here, and I'm going to blow your fucking socks off, you know? Like, you're going to feel my excitement. You're going to feel my gratitude. You're going to feel my love for humanity, because I've always been a loving human being, but if I am cornered, I will come out swinging. Now, it takes a lot to get me to that point, but I will bite or fight back, I guarantee you. And I know, unfortunately, I do know the power of my own ability to make things happen. And I'm like the Hulk. I'm like, please don't make me angry. Please don't make me angry because then I have an emotional reaction that will get your foot run over by a pallet jack. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, please don't please don't do that to me. Please don't make me angry. Like, I I mean, I don't like having emotional, like I'm already bad for bottling stuff up. And then when it explodes out of me, it's your turn, not my turn anymore, you know? So anyways, I love you guys. And I'm going to go in early. I'm going to be there, uh, nine minutes early today. Isn't that a fucking miracle when I thought I was going to have to use 10 minutes PTO? Ah, the shit. I is the shit. I there's a box that comes across and it says absurd, absurdly awesome, and I'm like, that's me. I'm absurdly awesome. I'm the shit. I know what I'm talking about. These other motherfuckers are the sleepers, not me. Who the fuck? Who the fuck they think they are telling me how the universe works? When you know I've been dealing with this shit all my life. I just never admitted it to anyone. You know, I'm like, I am the smart one, motherfuckers. Like, I kept saying, I can't wait till you guys figure out, I'm the smart one. I've not been dumb the whole time. I've been the smart one. And I would say it like crying. And then now I'm like, watch this, bitch. I told you. I told you I was a fucking smart one. Now, you didn't believe me, did you? But watch me go. Watch me fucking go. Because my success is already done. My 3D body is just now catching up to it. That's why I'm I'm having discomfort because I haven't caught up to where I should be. I'm not completely aligned. Although I did integration today with my higher self and the, oh my God, you guys. Oh my God. I got to tell you about that. Shit fire. I got to go. Um, it's going to have to wait. But um, look up Reagan Hillier, Nine Steps to Manifesting Millions or something on YouTube. And it's a mind valley. It's like 48 minutes. And in the last nine minutes, I told you I didn't get to do that. I did it this morning. Holy shit. It was like perfect. It was, you know, the universe does it on the right day at the right time because I had yesterday that was nuts. Well, that prepped me. That put me into the vibration where I was like, yes, let's do this. I can do this now. I wasn't charged up enough with contrast to want to really, to really get myself to that vision that she invoked this morning and then integrated that you not only integrate with your higher self, but you integrate, um, with the vision that you create for yourself. It's a gold ball that integrates into your heart. So now my vision has integrated with my field. You see what I'm saying? Like, isn't that cool? It's embodying your millionaire mindset. 
So, okay, I'm by. I'm I'm off here. Bye-bye. Love you guys. Have a great day. We'll talk more. Um, maybe we can sneak in a quick one at the psychic fair. You know, we were talking about doing that, and I'm like, hell no, I got to relax there, because yesterday I was the opposite of relaxed. So maybe I can uh, get in there like 10 o'clock and before the seminars start, and we'll do one, me and Jacob will do one before the seminars start, and I, we can walk around and talk about what's out there, you know, what they have there and stuff. All right, love you guys, and see you soon. Have the best day ever, and remember, you are the shit. You are magical, powerful manifestors, and you just keep setting your vision, and the universe will keep bringing you to that vision, all right? Bye. Thanks for listening, by the way. I love you.